1: Just Thinking, with hosts Dara Harrison and Virgil Walker, bringing you week-to-week cultural apologetics, as well as social issues from a biblical worldview. This is Just Thinking. Let's think.
2: Well, man it, it's another exciting edition of just thinking podcast i'm, I'm happy uh, that you're joining in with us man i'm here with my main man uh, daryl harrison I'm, I'm just so pumped man to be with you to for us to be launching into this thing and uh and, and getting things flowing i'm glad that that listeners are starting to kind of check in we're starting to get some some feedback and kind of getting you know getting some thoughts around where we go and what to do next and that kind of thing man and so uh man wh- wh- what do you what do got for us tonight Daryl. what's going on in your mind man
0: first of all what's going on wing man
2: (laughs) it's it's all good man i'm i'm you know you know me man i'm i'm the sidekick man i'm it's all good here i love love being here love being a part of of what's happening you we kind of we kind of chopped up a little bit off of this college football stuff that was going on this weekend man i got yeah man
0: yeah i saw your sooners man i saw your sooners uh i saw that game here man the east coast they showed that game here and uh Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, what they call it, Bedlam. Bedlam, and, man. Uh, yeah, man yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember texting you, man. I was like, man, where is the defense in this game, man? I <laughs> man, mean, it's, it's, come on, bro, this is 114 big, bro. points.
2: Bro, this is Big 12 action, man. We we sling, we sling the ball and get it done over here, man. That's how we do it, man. You, like, you, you think, you think, you're thinking SEC for that defense, man. Well, that's, that's, true, what, man. that's what they you play know, over I'm, there.
0: I'm over here in UGAville, man, the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs uh as we record <laughs> here man who knows who knows what's going to happen whether it be right, all right coming right. up yeah uh, we're going to yep. enjoy this while it lasts man but yeah good to be with you today verge on this episode Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. shout out to everyone listening this is a brand new venture as verge uh, alluded to earlier so we appreciate your prayers of support you know and we're not trying to uh replace or one-up anybody you know we are just here, like like Verge said just chopping it up chopping up the some of the issues that are going on in the world today and it's talking Mm -hmm. about those through the word of God. And that's all we're trying to do. So we appreciate you guys tuning in.
2: Absolutely, man. Just a lot of stuff going on in in the world today, man, as, as, you know it, you know as as we record this, we're coming off of another um you know situation where there was was a shooting uh there've been shootings everywhere man we have we had the the, uh, the the event in New York a little while back where were mowing people down. you had the, the the guy who was shooting folks in Las Vegas. you've got you know things going on in texas and and you know there's no telling what all's going on the the, the whole whole world seems to be kind of turned upside down. Uh, Right now, with regard to violence and and the like, and so different people, man, are having a tendency uh, to to look at these events uh, through a as as we talk about man on the show through a particular worldview, through a particular lens, and you know, depending upon that lens, I've got man, I've got some of my uh, and I know it's hard to believe, man, but I've got I still got a handful of, of of liberal friends. They 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 are not believers. Uh, right. They're people that 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 I engage uh, either in a social media space or know uh, through through a friend uh, or two, and so you know we stay in contact I try to try to have dialogue open up. They know exactly where I stand. I make no bones about the gospel and its proclamation you know but but again they're they're the ones that are saying, hey, what we need is 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 gun control we need to you know we need to watch what's going on in in, in, in politics we need to you know we need to get Trump know on all of their solutions. Are based upon those things which are external, um, and, right. and for the and for the most part, man as, as you and I kind of talked briefly. That that's really what you almost expect from a worldly perspective, sure. from a from sure. from, from, a, from a worldview that's absent of absent God, right? They're going, right. To, they're going to they're 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 not going to look within within themselves within the heart condition. Of, of, of you know of themselves as humans but they're going to look outwardly the, the the real the real challenge becomes man when 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 believers are are expounding the same kinds of things from a from a you know from a standpoint of the rhetoric and what they're saying and what they're promoting in 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 the public and man for the most part man it has a tendency at least for me and, and i'm sure for you as well man cause causes a little heartburn man what are your thoughts about that man
0: yeah, so uh, that's a good question, man, because, uh, man, I spent most of the day today uh, interacting with folks on Twitter primarily, you know, mm-hmm. talking about this uh, mass shooting at the church in uh, Southern sure. Springs, uh, Texas, where I think the last number I saw was that 26 people uh, had died, uh, many of mm-hmm. them uh, children. Uh, so, as you alluded to, you know, uh, social media was just lit. I mean, it was lit up, man, with people calling for gun control and more laws and things like that. So I won one dude over, though. I, I did win this, uh, this uh, liberal brother. his black brother. Man, that, 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 that almost never happens in social media. But you got you tell happens, to tell on that, man.
2: Yeah, how, so did he, that, how did so, that happen?
0: Bro, we went back and forth. And what I like to do, man, I like to just use my debate tactic is this. I like to let you talk. And then I'm gonna use your words your own words against you later mm-hmm. on, so yeah. what I did, I'm just repeating what he said uh right. and the more you do that, the more you can kind of dissect and take a word here, take a word there, and you kind of repeat back to the rest. so so what you're saying is that uh uh more laws may uh uh you know, cause folks to fear punishment. thereby sure. They may not want to go through with what they're thinking about going through. But, you know, my bottom line point was, is that if, if laws don't deter anyone, if, I'm sorry, if, if, if laws don't deter everyone, then that tells you that the law is not the problem. Right. If, if we, if we had it, if, if we had inherent to us, um, uh, a sort of, uh, virtue with respect to <laughs> obeying the law, because it's a law, right? right. because it's a law, that everyone would obey the law. Everyone would have that same kind of fear, but not everyone has that kind of fear. So his argument was, well, he kept bringing up Romans 13 and the government's role in, in, uh, in uh, uh, being a force for good for God, sort sure. of God's regent, God's proxy, and how we ought to respond uh in kind of you know uh in obedience to the submission to the government and things of that nature but right. so this was uh, a, this was a believer this was a christian he was a professing christian i like to put that word in quotes he gotcha. was a professing gotcha. christian gotcha. uh so my point was just because something's in the bible doesn't mean somebody's gonna obey it uh i mean look at cain and abel cain, there was cain murdered now you go back to genesis four mm-hmm. uh there was murder before there was a law against murder. Now, the, the commandment against murder wasn't issued till Exodus 20. Right. Now, the way I count the Bible from left to right, Genesis comes before Exodus. Do I, do I have that right? Come on, somebody. So Genesis 4, we have the murder of Abel by his brother Cain before there was a law uh, mm-hmm. saying thou shalt not murder. Mm-hmm. So I, I just asked my brother to explain that. And just like that one or two seconds that just passed, it was dead air. Right. <laughs> it was dead air. Because right, you right. can't, you, it, it, it takes you back to the fact, well, it's got to be a heart issue. It's not the law. It's right. not that, there are more, that we need more laws. Why don't we obey the laws now? It's not that the law is weak. It's that our hearts are weak. It's our hearts are dark. And we're, the heart is going to do what the heart wants to do. So I did win over one brother wow. uh, today, at least, at least on that point. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I felt pretty good about that. But then again, here you have countless people, uh, saying, oh my gosh, we need to control guns. And I I just think the whole, the very concept, the very term gun control is, is, uh, is a non sequitur. It's oxymoron. Let me give you an example. I have, as we speak in the glove compartment of my car, a Taurus three semi-automatic handgun Mm -hmm. 10 round clip out there doing absolutely nothing to nobody right now how do you explain that if 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 if, if i need to control my gun that gun's not (laughs) that gun's not that gun is not autonomously taking the safety off it's not autonomously aiming itself it's not autonomously pulling its own trigger Right, that gun is locked in my glove compartment, being the inanimate object that it is. Absolutely. So, so why gun control? What 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 needs to be controlled about the gun? Mm-hmm. The gun's being the gun. Mm-hmm. The, the, gun being the gun. The gun. The <laughs> gun is being the gun. The gun right. is being the gun, unless. The gun is going to be the inanimate object that it is harming absolutely no one unless there is willful intent placed upon it right
2: by a human being absolutely i I mean once once the human being is is involved it's it's a it's a different it's a different animal and here's the other piece that i that i i tried to kind of communicate in the social media space and and for those who were you know jumping up and down regarding uh, gun gun control laws and it's interesting because the 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 guy in New York that used a vehicle um right that that, that you know they're, they're, I, I don't know what are we going to have vehicle control laws or you know what what do you what do you do there because now he's got a different instrument to express the evil that's that's innate in the heart of uh, in the heart of the human being but but I, I take it a step further and ask the simple question: what makes people think that those who've made a decision to to kill another human being and violate that law are going to somehow be willing or obedient to to follow a law regarding gun control and 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 I and I get what the thought process is we'll have we'll have laws that keep certain people from getting uh the gun in the first place but but the reality is that's that's never stopped anyone in the in the past who has a desire to commit an evil act i mean a lot of these places not just recently in in the in the not so distant past uh past most of those places and spaces had especially you know places like illinois chicago have some of the most stringent gun laws on the books right and and it and it doesn't keep the the evil in the heart of the human being desires to take the life of another human being it it doesn't keep them from exercising that you know that 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 desire
0: and see you're mentioning the key word there verge i mean think this through folks this is why we call this just thinking we want to challenge you to think i mean think about this why why would people advocate a law to keep someone from getting their hands on a weapon a gun in this case Why are they advocating for a law that would be designed to keep someone from owning or acquiring or having access to a gun? Mm -hmm. Think that through. Now they want this law as a defense against human nature. That's why they want the law. They want Mm -hmm. the law to prevent the person from doing what the person wants to do. Now, no law can prevent that desire. No law can supersede that, and that's what people don't understand. I'm looking here at uh, 1 Corinthians 2.14. It says, but a Mm -hmm. natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. He cannot Mm -hmm. understand them because they are spiritually appraised. Mm -hmm. Now, you think about folks who want a law. (laughs) I mean, this is almost funny. They want a law on top of the laws that are already on the books to prevent human nature from doing what human nature does now again i have to go back to the cain and abel uh, uh story because what's what's fat what's always fascinated me about that that account is that in genesis 4 7 god is talking to cain directly he's talking directly to cain and warning cain not about now we don't know what weapon because the bible doesn't tell us how cain killed his brother But people have this assumption, they'll say, Well, Cain killed his brother with a rock. Well, let's go with that for a second. Let's say Cain used the rock. Could have used his bare hands, but let's just say Cain used the rock. God told Cain not to drop the rock. He didn't say, put that rock down, Cain. What are you doing? Are you thinking you're gonna do to your brother? No. He talked to Cain about the sin that was rising up in his heart toward his brother that fed the Mm -hmm. desire of envy jealousy that that was so heated and embedded within him that he desired to murder his brother. God didn't tell him to drop the rock. (laughs) And this is what people don't get. You're going to have another law on the books thinking that criminals who have uh, uh, deliberate, willful, volitional intent to cause harm Mm -hmm. that you think Oh man, this is this is <laughs> I'm telling you, this is almost <laughs> funny. Why do we have laws Vert, why do we have laws at all? Why do we have any laws at all? Right.
2: Law laws should law should well you you hope in instances that it's a deterrent, but for the most part, a, a, a laws on the books to tell you what's going to happen to you once you commit an act uh that that, that is against uh government right. or against another human being or what have you. It is it it just is gonna tell you what the just punishment is. For that purpose, and and for the right. most part, bro, laws are in place from a standpoint of establishing the moral code of a society.
0: Right. So this you just named three three purposes for the law. Number one, they are uh, preventative. Number two, yep. they are punitive. Number three, they are reformative, or can be. They can be mm-hmm. uh, re- reformative as it relates to society. But I would say this: the reason we have laws primarily. It's because of our innate sinful condition. We need laws to protect protect us against ourselves. Laws exist to protect us from ourselves. That's why laws exist, because our nature is exactly what God said to Noah in Genesis 8.21b. He said, for the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth. That's why we have laws. We have laws to protect us from us, okay? That's why we have laws. But to think that a law that's enacted, bam, you know, whatever process, legislative or whatnot, okay, this X X is illegal now. X owning this type of weapon is illegal. I mean, really, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound mean, but that's just naive. That's really just naive mm-hmm. to think that, mm-hmm. which is why the gospel is so important. You, you, you change, it really is. You know, you, the the law is effectual as people obey it. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I keep you. We keep talking about the law, and I'm, I'm, I, in my mind, I'm thinking Galatians three twenty four. It says that the law has become our tutor, and the whole point of it is to lead us to Christ. Uh, so so that we can really understanding based upon the law our uh, the, the evilness, the wickedness that's actually in the heart of men for the purpose of pointing us to Christ, uh, for the purpose of uh, helping us understand that apart from Christ, we, we won't we won't be able to do anything but but violate God's law. Right. You know, right. And that's not that's not even that's not even to speak of the laws of, of society or culture, but 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 God's perfect law. Right. Uh, right, and 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 the laws that are on the books are, are to be as we are image bearers of God, are to be a reflection of that for us as well in society.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And you think about, uh, you know, I was just thinking really quickly, um, you know, the the animal kingdom. There's no law in the animal <laughs> kingdom, not 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 in the sense that there are laws in the uh, uh, human realm. Uh, somebody might say, "Well, yeah, there's the law of the survival of the fittest." I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about there is no law in the animal kingdom whereby a predator is obligated to uh, take in the interest. What's in the best interest of the prey. Right. There's no such law. If I, the the lion doesn't say to the gazelle, well, let me give you a head start or, or do you have kids? (laughs) You know, (laughs) the law doesn't say the the law of the animal kingdom is not going to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. But we ask those questions because we are created in the image of God. And because we are created in the Imago day, human society warrants laws that protect that image bearer. That's why we have mm-hmm. such laws. So mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, uh, the shooter at the church in, uh, in Texas. <clears throat> mm
2: hmm
0: um whatever weapon he used the was secondary to the desire that he had in his heart it's secondary to Absolutely. that and that's what god told cain it's the exact same principle but we just don't get it we want to blame the gun and not the uh-huh. person who deliberately devised an idea a thought in his heart how he was going to he got the idea he envisioned how he was going to carry it out mm-hmm. and then he carried it out he carried it out uh, what's the difference between him Cain and Judas of whom the, the New Testament says Judas allowed Satan to enter into his heart to do what he did against the Lord it's all about the heart first man I don't care if you use a butter knife the, the issue is the desire of the heart it's like Christ says in Matthew I'm sorry Mark uh, seven. Mark, chapter seven, verses seventeen through mm-hmm. twenty-three, where he says, "All these things—the murders, fornication, uh, hatred, envy, things of that nature—come from the heart. Come out of this. What comes out of the person that defiles mm-hmm. us?" He says. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, we we were
2: talking about this earlier, man. I'm I'm hoping you, you you'll kind of it, kind of enlighten us on it a little bit because we we talked about what what's at stake man and 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 what what people are 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 really pushing toward with regard to solutions uh in this space and and there's all kinds of options whether it's gun control whether it's issues of race and racism uh you know there's all there's always a solution that's in addition to or outside of uh gospel proclamation uh every every solution seems to be you know the gospel, and or 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 right. maybe not, or maybe not even or maybe not even point to the gospel at all. I I, I see this, and and you you know I'm pretty active, uh in 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 um uh, in in the issue of of uh, of, of abolishing abortion, uh right. and uh, you know I'm I'm at I'm I'm on a you know usually once a week, uh I'm I'm at an abortion clinic, uh calling out to women who are who are you know making a decision to to end the life. Uh, to, to murder their child in the womb. And so uh you, you see you see even in that space, man, believers and uh and, and non-believers advocating for a whole lot of things apart from gospel proclamation. And and you 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 get the thought process over time when you talk to people that that I, I wonder if they even understand the gospel's role in these spaces and places and 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 what's intended uh as, as we go and share that message of hope, man. I know you had some thoughts about that, man. What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, man. Two things come to mind, Virg. Uh Number one is that the gospel is not a panacea. The gospel is not a panacea. It is not pixie dust mm-hmm. that you just kind of sprinkle over the culture and then everything, you know, is, 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 is made right. Uh, I love reflecting on uh, the first sermon, what I call the first sermon Jesus ever gave, you know, after he came out of the, uh, Wilderness, you know, for 40 days and 40 nights, and then being tempted by the enemy. He came out of that. And the very first sermon he ever gave, we see it in uh, Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. It says, Now, after John had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So, the gospel must be believed. It must be believed. Now, let's swing uh, from Mark all the way to the book of Revelation 22, verse number 11. This is Christ speaking again. He says, let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and the one who is filthy still be filthy. And let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness, and the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Now, why do I cite these two texts? Number one, again, the gospel must be believed. But number two, what the text in Revelation should, uh, you know, confront us face to face with is that there are going to be those who hear the gospel who aren't going to believe it. They aren't going to believe the gospel and transformation of society as it relates to the gospel happens as people believe the gospel and then obey it. Right. Mm-hmm. Luke 6 46, Jesus says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say. That's right. Okay. So we shouldn't expect societal transformation, societal redemption, if you will, from a populace that hears the gospel, but refuses to believe it. We, we, and, 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 as that happens, uh, the text of Revelation clearly tells us that there are going to be those who are going to still do wrong. They're still going to mm-hmm. be filthy. Okay, so we we shouldn't be surprised at that. I don't care. Listen, brother, you know firsthand. I don't have your gift that you have. You go out on the streets, man. You're 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 talking to people one on one. You're at abortion clinics mm-hmm. on the regular. You know this from experience, man. There are going to be folks who are going to hear you. Mm-hmm. Loud and clear, pleading the gospel at that abortion clinic. Don't kill your child. Your baby was created in the image of God. Right. There are right. people who will love that child, but no, what do they do? Verse, they continue walking on in there. Yes, they you do. see it all the time. You yeah. see, so we, 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 like I said earlier, the gospel is not some magic potion that's going to transform. There are going to be those who just refuse to believe it, and when that happens, we should understand that the word of God has already told us this. So we should not be surprised when, uh, when hearts don't, don't receive it and don't change. Right. Right. I I totally get that, man. I, I,
2: I wish, you know, every time uh, I proclaim the gospel that it would be the, the, the fix all the cure all. Um, but, but I also think man, in most, in a lot of instances um, we, we, we don't even have an understanding of what the gospel is is and what it it, what it's intended to do how how it's intended uh, to to work uh and and so i i I wonder if you speak to that just a little bit
0: yeah so that's uh i'm glad you asked that question verse, because that's something uh that i've really been burdened about lately uh you know especially as you saw you you sort of survey the landscape of what's going on in america and around the world and our christians uh professing christians response to these issues so you take the you know i don't one one issue that comes to mind immediately is the whole uh social justice issues with the uh professional athlete demonstrations and protestations and remonstrations or whatever you want to call it and you know the racial inequality gender inequality and you know there's all kind of inequality and and, and christians uh you know getting behind these movements and churches getting behind organizing behind these movements mm-hmm. um you know uh so you know as, as if to say uh it, it's almost as, as if they view the gospel as a means to bring about heaven on earth when if the gospel declares anything it is that earth is not heaven <laughs> heaven is not here right what did jesus say jesus right. said i go to prepare a place for you Mm -hmm. so if he goes to prepare a place that tells us what that that place is not here it's not here it's not here so you know i've been burdened lately man by just what i'm perceiving to be just a total disconnect or, or 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 dearth of understanding as it relates to what the gospel is i mean why what is the gospel number one why do we need it what is god's purpose for it Okay, so the gospel is no, no, you know, you know. If I ask that question, probably gonna get. You know, if I ask that question of ten people, I'll probably get the a canned answer from nine of them. They'll say, "Well, the gospel is the good news." You know, that's what that's what they've been taught to respond. You know, so so they'll they'll say that. But you know, on a deeper level, the gospel is God's proactive, undeserved, unmerited response to a sinful people the sinners it is his volitional loving uh proactive act mercy and grace towards sinners now absolutely in, in saying that in saying that it is pointing to the gospel as god's means to save souls not society God saves souls. He does not save society. Uh-oh. The gospel is not intended to Uh-oh. save society. It is not intended to save your cultural appropriation. It's not intended for that. If there if if there's a if there's a quote, man, from
2: this podcast, bro, that, that right there <laughs> That right there should be it, man. It, it's not intended to save society. It's intended to save society the soul of, of of man and and as a result of it, we should begin to see some changes taking place but but it, it, it's not a thought process that that society is supposed to change as a result um, it, 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 now societies did change but it was it was the result of the soul of the
0: human being that was changed right and see that's where uh, I'm glad you said that man because you know, we hear a lot about the social gospel. Well, a proper understanding of the gospel would, te- would term it a gospel. S-O-U-L-C-I-A-L. Not social gospel. S O U L C I A L, not S O C I A L. It is a social gospel. The gospel is first and foremost about the soul. About the soul. It is your soul that from the moment you were conceived, the clock started ticking. Towards this journey that you're on, to where you're going to meet God face to face some someday. From the moment we're conceived, that clock starts ticking. Your soul is on a journey to where one day it is going to be in the the uh, the presence of God alone. That is what the gospel is primarily intended to do. Now, as the heart receives by God's grace, receives and believes the gospel, and obeys it. So it's not just enough to believe it. You must obey it. As we obey the gospel, then society is impacted by the fruits of our obedience. If we just take the gospel, believe it, and sit on it, what's the difference between that and an unbeliever not believing the gospel at all? So the gospel is a social gospel, not a social gospel. If it's not taken into the heart, the society is not going to benefit from it at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. So, you know, yeah. my burden is that we we come to mm-hmm. an understanding of what the gospel truly is, what it was really intended to do. And then we must face the reality that not everyone is going to believe the gospel. We're trying to mm-hmm. widen a gate that Jesus said is a narrow gate. You can't widen a gate that's, that's, that Jesus says is going to be narrow. It's going to be narrow. And I, n- and we're now trying you're to widen line. it. Yeah, now you're meddling. <laughs> now, now, that's what I do, bro. Yeah, now now you're meddling.
2: Uh, that's you 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 gonna, gonna have yeah you gonna you gonna have some folks upset about that one. I I man, I totally agree with you. One that we 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 see a that that's what you just shared is scripture, so we shouldn't have a problem with that. Um, B we see it, man, practically applied. You know, when 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 we're we're encountering others, uh, in in you know in the uh, if you're in a social space where you're interacting with people and you're sharing uh, a gospel proclamation, man, you see that happening all the time. Right. You know, folks are right. not not everyone's accepting the message of the gospel. I was down at uh, you you know, you know I'm not a I'm a I'm a I'm a Sooner fan. I'm definitely yep. not a Husker fan, you know, even though I live in Nebraska. I was down at uh I went down to the game for the purpose of gospel proclamation. And there there was no other place in the you know, in, in where that I could be, where I would run into eighty thousand plus people, and right. so th- there's nothing like being at a game uh, where you know if you've got you got a couple thousand gospel tracks in your hand, but uh, you can get gospel, you can you can get the gospel out and talk to people and engage people as they're going into to see a football game, and so um, you know I, I would love to tell you, man, that you know while I was out there, passed out, you know, a thousand tracks. And uh man, a thousand people got saved, you know, or, or that or that I got a chance to talk to, you know, more than more than a dozen people and, and that each and every one of them came to a to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. The the reality was that wasn't the case. And it's not my job to determine who is or isn't going to be saved. Right. It is my job based upon scripture to proclaim right. the truth and the message of the gospel with clarity so that those who's God, who God has called them to himself will hear his voice in the truth of that proclamation and will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ.
0: Right. And and I, that,
2: that's, that's, that's just the reality of it, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, and you touched on the key word again, man. I mean, we have to face reality. And I think the fact that, you, you know, you look around, especially in the social justice space where, you know, there's a movement now to, you know, uh, remove all these Confederate statues, uh, uh, you know, take all these, uh, c- Confederate, uh, soldiers and rebury them in different places and things like that. It's like we're almost looking for a a new type of atonement almost. It's a a, a new type of uh uh way to uh achieve the salvation that Christ uh already made available to us through his propitiatory death on the cross. It's like we're looking for a new salvation as if his uh his atonement wasn't enough because well, let's just be honest, man. We want people who we think owe us something, we want them to suffer. We want them to suffer. See, the sufferings of Christ wasn't enough because I don't see I don't see these people over here, they're not suffering enough for my taste for what their ancestors did 400 years ago. So Lord, I'm sorry, uh, you know, I appreciate what you did on the cross, but that just doesn't really suffice for these sins over here. So I need to kind of take care of this myself. I want these statues moved. Mm-hmm. I want uh, reparations paid. Uh, I want an apology for <laughs> each of the uh, individual 50 states where a slave may have even crossed barefoot or whatever. I want that redemption. I want that. Uh, mm-hmm. I want I want a tangible redemption that I can touch, feel, smell, taste or whatever the case may be. You know, so but, right. but we don't want to accept the reality that as powerful as the gospel is, like you said, Virg, we have no control over who's going to believe the gospel or not. You know, uh, no. on that vein, you know, one of one of the, man, one of the most awesome accounts in the New Testament about that is in Matthew 19, where you have the rich young ruler, where mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. essentially preaches the gospel to the rich young ruler. Said, hey, you know, gave basically took the rich young ruler to a fork in the road, right? Took him to a fork mm-hmm. in the road. Uh, listen, you can sell, all, all your possessions, give it to the poor and come follow me. We all know the end of that story. Rich Young Ruler said he, he couldn't do it or he didn't do it. Right. He, 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 right. so he went away weeping because he was very wealthy. But you know what's interesting to me about that story is Jesus let him walk. Right. Jesus didn't go after chasing after him saying, hey, wait, 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 hold, hold on, Rich Young you Ruler. Really, you don't know what you're doing. You don't understand the right. decision you're making. You don't understand the mistake you're making here. No, Jesus didn't do that. He let him make his decision and let that young man walk, and we need to understand that today. That as we proclaim the gospel, there are going to be people who are going to say, "Nope, I'd rather walk. I, I like my life the way it is now. Uh, I don't want to uh, wow. give up my uh, my worldliness, my 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 uh, my value system." I don't want to give up any of that for Christ. Why? Because it's going to cost me something. And that's why the rich young ruler could not follow Christ because he knew in his heart that not only was he going to have to give up all his possessions, it's going to cost him something else after that. And in our case, especially as a social justice stuff, man, it may cost us having to deal with somebody not getting, uh, 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 getting justice in this world. We might have to accept that. Right. We might have to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that, man. I mean, that's that. It, it,
2: it's really good on a lot of levels. I want to go back to something you said, man. And 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 I, and I, I don't want I don't want this this particular podcast to be too long, and we'll we'll wrap it up briefly. But just something you said jarred my thought process because I had a conversation with a young lady this weekend, man. And we were, we were we were talking and kind of walking through, and you know, kind of one of those conversations where they, you know, they kind of give you the impression. That, that they're that they're saved or that they they you know that that they're a believer and then you do a little in and you kinda of ask them, okay well explain to me you know what 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 that what that looked like for you you know where where you were when that happened and what goes on and, and it's very very vague and then you say well I, and I usually use a test where I kind of say you know listen it, let, let me let me kind of play this, this role with you. I'm 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 about two minutes from death. You I just walked up to you this hypothetical I'm two minutes away. From From actually losing my life, explain to me, if you will, what I need to know to inherit eternal life so i I, I allow them to explain that, and if if they if they 're coming up with 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 nothing that even sounds. Like the gospel, nothing that talks about the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Nothing that talks about my sinful condition and my separation from God. Nothing that talks about having faith in the finished work of Christ. Nothing that has anything to do with repentance on my part. I'm, I'm recognizing that either they're ignorant of the gospel, or they actually have don't really don't really own or have experienced uh, gospel transformation in, in their own lives. So. Right. As we kind of walked through this, I flipped the script and I said, "Well, let me play the role." And so I walked her through you know, the law and and how we've missed it and and how we've you know how we've sinned against a holy God and our condition as a result of the sinfulness uh, that that we've had uh, against God and 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 the wages of that sin and what we need slowly, bro. I slow walked her through this process because I wanted to be crystal clear. Uh, about the gospel, and, and 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 so I asked her. I said, "Have you ever, based upon what I've shared, known a time in your life where you've repented of sin and placed your full faith in the finished work uh, of Jesus Christ?" And she said, "No." And I, and so I said, "Well, I so what what is it that keeps you from doing that today?" Um, and she said, "Well, you know what? I'm just I'm just not ready. I'm mm-hmm. just not ready." Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, it's one of those things that boggles my mind. What's not to be ready? What is there not to be ready about God paying a debt that you couldn't pay? But, but the reality of Scripture is clear, man, that, 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 is, that, 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 that it is Jesus who understands that if he's lifted up, that he will be the one to draw all men unto himself, right? That it's the Father that gives uh, the, the, his elect to his son it's not it's not it's it, that, that salvation is not by the arm of the flesh right or or by the right. will of man as much right. as we as we wish it it would be or could be um but but john 3 lets us know that it, that it is of the spirit and that we can't we can't work that up as much as we'd like to man as much as i would have loved to have had a little hammond b3 playing in the background you know and uh done <laughs> th- 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 all i needed to do to, to 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 make all the emotional things happen uh god is the one who's in the in the in the process in the business of drawing those who who will come uh unto him and 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 i i you know it was what it was but but i but i learned very quickly it's it's mind boggling to to think about but but that's the reality man that that there are those who who are who who will not uh make a decision uh to follow and obey uh, the, the message of the gospel, and that's that's true. But again, my job—that that's not my job. That's not my business. I'm in the Ooh. business of sharing and proclaiming that truth and uh, letting others know uh, about what's about the offer that's on the table, right. and uh, with the, with the hope that, that God would would open their eyes and mind and heart so that they could see and hear uh, and experience the full measure of of the gospel. So. Man that, that's so true. Bro, what what do you got, man? Last thoughts as we try to try to wind up or anything else you want to share, man, as we try to try to wind this one up uh for for this episode.
0: Yeah, my last thoughts, man, just a couple things uh, you know, again as we uh uh continue to sort of watch this whole uh these various phases of this new uh this new school social justice uh <laughs> movement play itself out uh You know, I just want to remind folks that during the entirety of Jesus's three and a half years of ministry on this earth, there there was not one thing about the Roman system that he changed. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. one. Christ was after hearts. He was not after social change. He wasn't after cultural change violations of cultural appropriation or things like that. He wasn't after any of that. He was after hearts because and I think this is this goes to uh this the story you were just telling about the uh young lady who says she's not ready. And uh again, I I say this with all the love I have in my heart. You know, I say this in the spirit of Ephesians four fifteen, speaking the truth in love, that what we have Mm -hmm. to do today, we have to regain or in some cases gain, an appreciation for our own mortality. Absolutely. Uh, unless Christ returns first, we're all going to die. hmm And the young lady who said, well, I'm just not ready, what's sad right. about that is that in her response, her, pres- her response intrinsically presumes that there's going right. to be a time when she herself can say that she's ready. Right, right. Right, But. Uh, right. Can I t- can I tell a quick story? Do we have time for a quick it, story, it, man? Do it, really? do it, do it, absolutely, man. It's on that whole on this whole thing about time and mortality, uh, my father passed away suddenly of a massive heart attack at the age of sixty-four. Mm. He passed away while using the bathroom. Wow. He, my mom, uh, told me the story. I wasn't there uh, at the time, but you know when we when 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 i got the call that that my dad had died my mom told me he di- he died just like he always did he he would take a take a sports page into the bathroom with him but it, it, the, the lord had ordained that he was not going to come out of that bathroom now i mentioned that because uh you know um we like to think that uh we're going to die on our terms
1: that's what right. we like to think. We, we,
0: we like to, what do we right. always say? Well, I'm going to be on my deathbed. Well, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. How, you not, how do you know you're not going right. to be on a bus on the way to work? Uh, how, you, how do you know you're not going to be at the right. cash register at a Walmart checking out? Uh, so what hurts me about this right. lady's response is that she thinks she's going to have an opportunity to say that she's ready. And that's what hurts me about that account you just gave. That, that that really hurts me that she thinks that. So we have got to right. regain right. an appreciation yeah. for our own mortality because that day is going to come for all of us. Yeah. Right. So if there's anyone out there listening right now, I beg you uh, with my whole heart, obey Christ, re- repent and believe the gospel because this life is not yeah. all there is. Amen. Amen. Well, bro,
2: I'm excited about venture, excited about a chance to to come alongside you and chop up these issues and topics uh, and subject in a very unique uh, and special way. And so, man, I'm just going to encourage everybody listening to check in uh, with us, man, and and, uh, and come along for the uh, for the journey on the on the Just Thinking podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time, bro. All right, you're welcome,
1: bro. Anytime, bro. Thank you for tuning in to Just Thinking, a podcast brought to you by the Bar Podcast Network. You can find all of Just Thinking episodes at www.thebarpodcast.com. Tune in next week to another edition of Just Thinking, and remember, let's think. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The Exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear. and and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP inside the bar group, and we'll see you there.